Welcome to Spectacular Slovakia. My name is Michaela Terencany and today we would like to advise those of you who are looking for a different way of sightseeing in Bratislava, sightseeing on two wheels. Bratislava has recently launched the bike sharing service for tourists and locals and I'm joined uh, today by Anna Fay and by James Thompson who have both tried the service and have lots of useful tips and warnings to share with us. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the studio Anna and James. Thank you, good to be here. Thank you. I would like to ask about uh, your impression your first impressions from the bike service and let me start by my first impression uh-huh. <laughs> it was a few months ago when i was on my way from uh, the bratislava train station and i saw this docking station not exactly at the train station it was uh, near the square the franzelista namesty Yeah. Namaste Franza List, the, yeah. the Franz List Square. Franz List may never have been there. We don't we don't we haven't got that confirmed, but uh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and if he did he definitely didn't bike. <laughs> and and that's what I decided to do as well because uh I was tempted, you know, to cut my walking time <laughs> to from fifteen minutes to five minutes. Yeah, I when I considered the route that I was going to take, it just didn't seem safe enough. So is there a safe way to bike around the center of Bratislava, James? That's a tough one. I'd say with extreme caution, there sort of is. But you need to be careful. Ironically, because the, the quality of the roads right in the center is actually in some ways uh, the worst uh, of any parts. I mean, I haven't checked every part of Bratislava, but because there are tram tracks and there are busy roads that don't seem to have been resurfaced in about the last 25 years or at least only in parts uh, and also because there's a lot of pedestrians and, and traffic flying around buses and things so y- you can get around just you need to take it slow and you need to be ready to to stop fairly quickly <laughs> uh, is that what you needed to do anna you have uh, tried the biking service in the center mm-hmm. as uh, for something that the tourist uh, who wants to see the old town would do So how did that work for you, the old town on a bike? Yeah, um, definitely take caution and I would say get an early start because of course old town, especially now with the weather getting warmer. I mean, today it's quite cold, but <laughs> <laughs> spring has sprung and there's lots of tourists bustling about the center. So if you can get up very early and you can, you know, uh, ride around the center and avoid people pretty well. But yeah, the cobblestones can be a bit tricky, so take it slow. <laughs> okay. No need to race. <laughs> so what would be your advice for the route as a tourist? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if you want to see Old Town, I suggest doing that first and starting early, as I said. But cycling along the Danube is the best thing, I think. And so I did that and I took a right And I was, yeah, cycling along the route and I didn't realize, but suddenly the road signs became German. (laughs) (laughs) And you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, yeah. I uh, accidentally crossed into Austria. (laughs) (laughs) You are not supposed to uh, leave territory of Bratislava, basically. Yes, yes. So when signs appear to be German, please (laughs) take (laughs) a sharp turn. But your bike didn't explode. It didn't explode, no. So, yeah, I was was safe from that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I was I was impressed by your uh, your report. You you had a bike for twelve hours. Yeah, that was a tiring day. <laughs> wow, and I was going to say Tour de France riders don't spend twelve hours in the saddle. So uh, so well done. I mean, I, yeah, you're not supposed to legally take them out of Bratislava, mm-hmm. but I suppose if they if they if you can have them for twelve hours, there's nothing to stop you going on some of the Austrian cycle paths. I mean, 
Oh, we do not advise. We don't. No, no, we, we don't endorse that behaviour, obviously. But also, that there are large parts of the city that don't have docking stations, so it is possible to stay even within Bratislava and and not be within the system, but still be sort of yeah, legal, if you like. Uh, some of the remote tourist spots are still within reach, like uh, Danubiana mm-hmm. uh, Museum or Devin Castle. It's, you can still go, and that's still considered like Bratislava. You know, that's okay. Yeah, I mean, technically that is part of Bratislava, although that's, um, I mean, Danubiana's a pretty healthy ride, isn't it? Did you, yeah, you went all the way up? It's, it's far away, and of course there's not a, a docking station there, but you can borrow a bike lock from the, like, the visitor's area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, you know, yeah, if it's if the bike is stolen, then yeah, you're obviously responsible, so take care. Or if you get a flat tire yeah, in Danubiana. Yeah. Yeah. What can you do then? I'm right. not sure other than call them. And I, I did have reason to call them once when there was a problem with my credit on my uh, on my account. They wouldn't let me take any bikes. And uh, I didn't have a lot of success with, with the helpline that I called. It, it, it took an email. They sorted out immediately once I sent the email. But um, uh, the, the call went through to the bus depot. They didn't really seem to know what I wanted or why I was calling. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, just be aware that if you go a long way uh, sort of off-piece, then, then if you have a puncture, there might be a problem. And I, I have found, I've probably tried, uh, I've pulled about four or five bikes off in the last month from the stands that had punctures. So th- they do suffer from punctures. I mean, although I don't know, I've no idea how, how aggressively they're being ridden by, by people who've taken them and then left them at the docking stations. But I, I think it's sort of credit to, to the design of the bikes, just to, to sort of uh, look at a more positive point. That they're actually relatively comfortable bikes to ride. In fact, very comfortable, I would say. I mean, mm. you rode to Danube and it wasn't. It's yeah, not no, no, no. And they're adjustable as well. Mm. So, you know, if you're shorter or taller, you're you're yeah. fine as well. And I'm quite a clumsy person. I'm inclined to fall and tip. <laughs> <laughs> and these bikes, I would say, are quite hefty. They're, yeah. they're, so it's it's hard to, to crash and fall. So not too heavy, like for someone who is not so... It, strong yeah <laughs> it's it's not too heavy i mean i guess when you put them in the docking station and take them out it's a bit of a they're a bit clunky mm-hmm. but no they're made for you know pretty well-traveled trails i mean i wouldn't bike up a mountain but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean i think they're made to last and i guess i i was lucky there was not a, a puncture <laughs> in, in the tire so james one of your favorite biking destinations yes. is the koliba yeah, the hill yeah. about bratislava did you take bike i, I up did there? i did not take a share bike <laughs> up there and i i wouldn't i wouldn't really advise it one one being it, it has quite good they have quite good gearing they're only three speed but they, they have gears and the low gear is is fine for getting up shallow hills in in town you need to be extremely fit to get up that hill on a share bike even in first gear i think because the bikes are as anna was saying uh, quite stable to ride i mean on the flat they're actually quite comfortable you pull away decent speed but they're heavy so once you start going up hills that tells against them also then you have to come down the hill and the road at least coming down well either the road or the path on the other side that goes down to uh, Zelezna Stilienka, mm-hmm. um, those are both very steep and the brakes on the bikes have been fine for me but I, I would I would hesitate to trust the bike the brakes on a on a share bike on a really steep hill mm-hmm. uh, like that so no I wouldn't advise going up there unless you're real a real okay. daredevil well speaking of that for a regular tourist the visitor to Bratislava would you say that one needs to be particularly fit to be able to ride around because most of the interesting places are not really uphill like Bratislava is quite quite a flat land for the most part if you don't go up to the Carpathians yeah I think 
like a certain amount of fitness is good. <laughs> but I mean, you can see the the castle. It's it's on a hill, but I mean, I think most can manage that. I went up to Slavin, but I'll be honest, it was some biking, some walking, because okay. that's a, a mammoth hill. And then, of course, as James was saying, uh, going down those hills, that's when it can get quite dangerous. And um, I like to run down those hills. And on more than one occasion, I've had a close call with a bike zooming down. So please, I mean, I know they don't advise to go on the sidewalks, but I can understand that's a busy road and most cyclists prefer to do that. Be careful of the pedestrians because, yeah, we're a bit defenseless. I completely endorse that. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, um, I'm, I'm a cyclist, not a runner, but I'm quite a hard line on this. I don't think cyclists should be cycling on pavements at mm-hmm. all. I'm a pedestrian too, and I don't like it when, I'm <clears throat> when, I, when you have like a, a sort of near miss with a cyclist on a, on a, pede- on a, on a pavement. Of course, it's it's kind of it looks dangerous to be on the road, but I would say the roads are not in a great condition everywhere. But generally, they are, the surface is smoother than the pavements. So I don't know if you've noticed, Anna, but these the the, the pavements, uh, the older ones especially, often have these funny kind of nodules. I don't know how to describe mm. them, like kind of like eru- <laughs> eruptions in the asphalt. Where and I don't know what it's caused by heat or some bubble in the original. Uh, who knows where it comes from. But if you hit one of those things at speed, that's really dangerous. So, um, yeah. whereas I guess they, they they would appear on the road, but there's enough traffic that they're just going to get smoothed out or knocked down. So, but generally on the roads, what you what you've got to look out for are uh, potholes, which of which there are some fairly serious ones in in town around about. I'm afraid there's no way to to warn for that. You just have to be alert and 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 learn to spot them. There are a couple that I know about now that I know to avoid. You have to look for tram tracks, especially around Tesco, My Bratislava, Mi Bratislava, in the centre, where those tram tracks crossed, and, and there's just a there's just a kind of minefield of cobbles, badly laid tarmac, tram tracks sticking literally like inches above the road, and and then green paint sprayed around liberally, pretending that this is all a perfectly laid um, cycle path. But in say Petrojalka or other places where the, where there are the main roads. The dangerous thing to look out for is where there's a sort of seam between two bits of, say, concrete and tarmac, and those tend to open up. That's to say there'll be a mm-hmm. w- what's effectively like a small tram track, and if those are in line with the road, they're very dangerous if you get your wheels into those. So you, you have to kind of keep an eye out for those as well. You've had some experience of yours with <laughs> Well, I've, yeah, I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. With tram tracks and such. Yeah. Let's talk more about the technical details of actually borrowing the yeah. bag. So did you find it easy to get the bag out of the docking station to pay for the whole procedure? How did that work for you? Yeah, I found it fairly easy. They they ha- they don't have an app yet, but I think they plan to develop an app. That, of course, would make it very easy. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> too, yeah, too easy, Anna. Too, too easy. easy. <laughs> yeah, we can't have that. <laughs> uh, but you register online, and that's where you pay for the service. Uh, so it's six euros a day plus 64 euro deposit that you receive within a couple of days. And then there's other if, plans. If, if you return the bike. Yeah, if you return the bike, that is the key. And then after that, they send you the PIN code. I think you can do email and if you have a, a working phone here, SMS. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then with the PIN code, you just enter it into the bike. There's a screen with the numbers. And then unlock it from the station. And it's important to, like, the lock is very clunky. And when you unlock the bike, you have to click it in. There's a spot by the wheel. 
and make sure you click it all the way because I didn't and then I was biking and then it suddenly came loose and was just hitting my leg and that you know that's not fun so (laughs) just make sure you push it in and then the screen will also pop up and show you how long you've been riding for so you can keep in mind when you need to switch bikes and so forth but I, I found it relatively easy and I mean the docking stations they're bright yellow they're quite hard to miss and online there's a map and it shows you uh, where all the stations are, which ones have a lot of bikes, which don't, and yeah. So mm-hmm. I found it quite easy. James, you have tested the program well, Anna's for... obviously got more upper body strength than I have because I have to say, <laughs> I, I found something quite difficult to get off the... <laughs> no, no, but um, because of this bizarre system that Anna's described, you've got this, this, yeah, this sort of... It's a rubber-covered steel cable which secures the bike. But you also have to kind of, when you dock the bike, you have to kind of slot. There's like a little sort of notch on the front of the bike that has to yeah, go into the docking station as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a bit of a it, it's a bit of a faff to do it when you first. Because what you have to do is, I'll go through briefly the unlocking. So basically, you, you type in your number, as Anna says. It, it sort of unlocks, so you can pull this cable out of its of its sort of um, housing on the docking station. But then you have to kind of unhook the bike separately from this on this notch on the, mm-hmm. on the front forks. And then you have to locate this um, this cable thing on another notch on your bike, and you and there's a little hook under the basket that you sort of you have to secure it on as well to stop it flapping around because it's quite sort of heavy and distracting. <laughs> and then when you want to dock it, you have to do the reverse. That's to say, you have to un- you have to press a button. I think it's the the OK, the okay button, the yeah. OK button on the top. That sort of unlocks it from the from your bike, and it's only then that you can sort of shove it onto the docking station, which often requires a little bit of encouragement <clears throat> and just you have to I end up sort of I find if you lift the saddle right up it kind of it kind of eventually kind of goes in mm-hmm. and then you have to grab this this cable that's flapping around and jam that into the into the thing and then and then the important thing is you check on the on the display so that it says smart lock locked I think something like mm-hmm. that and that's basically saying to you we're all done we're good except that I did that once and, and they were lying and, and when I went to hire another bike it said no your credit's all gone and it actually gave me like a series of messages because I kept trying different bikes. And, uh, and, and, and then I called the, the, the bus company. I called the emergency line and it went through to the bus company. And a lady who didn't speak any English or, or seemed to want to speak very much Slovak sort of said, what are you calling me for? And <laughs> and I said, it's about the bikes. And she said, oh, God, about the bikes. Yeah, as if like people keep calling me about these bikes. What's, what's the deal with the bikes? And um, and then eventually I emailed them and that, that that did sort it out. But there seems to be a few little teething problems in the screen. This, this yeah, scheme. well, it's it's still a fairly new project. But what I would like to say at this point, people don't worry. It sounds like a very complicated procedure, but I've, I've seen no, you, many people. People mm-hmm. on the yellow yeah. bike, so I'm yeah. sure it's yeah. doable. Trust like. me, if we can do it, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> so James, you have tried the program, which is more meant for locals. Yeah, I've treated it as a kind of uh, sort of local public transport alternative, as opposed because, to because uh, because the program that Anna tried was uh, like this day program for yeah. tourists mm-hmm. where you yeah. basically pay for twelve hours yep. in which you can use the bike, but yours is like monthly or annual option. Well, by I mean sheer dumb luck, I signed up for this thing on the like end of March, and 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 for there was a one euro sort of introductory offer for you could get for I think for a month, and and then when I went back to the site the next day, I noticed they'd suddenly introduced a whole new menu of prices. So, yeah, now uh, if you want to use it as on a regular basis, it's I think it's nine euros a month yeah, or around yeah. thirty euros uh, for an annual subscription, yeah, yeah. and then providing you don't 
go for more than 30 minutes uh, on each ride, which I, I've never gone over 30 minutes on a ride. Providing you don't go over that, the, the rides are then sort of, well, not free, but they're within mm-hmm. your subscription uh, rate. If you go over, the, the, the charges aren't high. They're like 12 cents for six minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah, quite a small random. amount. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Despite that some people are still quite discouraged from using the bikes in mm-hmm. Bratislava, one of the reasons is safety concerns. Yeah. But this is probably to conclude. If there's anything you would advise provider of the service to improve about it, what would it be? Maybe Anna, you can tell me. Yeah, I mean, what? of course, it doesn't come with helmets, but that would be a very hard thing to to implement. I, like, I, mm. you wouldn't be able to lock a, a helmet into a docking. Yeah, station. this this is a very good point for yeah. tourists. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> so I'm not quite sure where one can rent a helmet in the city, but yeah, it's it's not. I think it's. If you're over 15 or 16 years of age, you're not required by law to wear a helmet within yes. uh, the city limits. Yeah. But, I mean, you really should wear a helmet because you're you're on a, a form of transport, you know, at some points biking with the, in the same lanes as cars. Things could go wrong. Or there are the evil pedestrians on the pavement. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're far more dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you, James? Um, I would say, we, we touched on it earlier, um, it needs an app quite quickly. The, the thing about safety is that um, there are some bits that you can't do much about, the quality of the roads. I mean, that's a responsibility of the city. But, I mean, they are sponsoring the scheme as well, so, so they need to provide the safe conditions. And the city has recently announced that they are going to build... Yeah, uh, uh, a lots of new biking lanes. Yeah. So well, we'll u- see u- where u- that uvidime, goes. As, as they say. <laughs> but um, um, no, I think they will. But but the, then then the question becomes. Uh, and sorry, you were asking me about the scheme, not the not the roads. But the really critical thing, because there are little bits of cy- of cycle paths around. The one over the old bridge, or the new old bridge, or whatever we're calling that, is actually quite good. That's quite new. It also. is. It's new. The, the problem is where they build a little bit of cycle path and then they haven't worked out how it's supposed to reintegrate with the traffic because they're not all joined up. So there are places where you have to go from the cycle path onto the road then back onto the cycle path. And it's those junctions that are the dangerous bits. Those are the bits if you're cycling, you need to be careful. If you decide to use a bit of cycle path, be very aware that when it rejoins the road, it's not often clear where the pedestrians, the cyclists and the cars are all supposed to go. So just just take it easy at those places. In terms of the, the scheme itself, I think some docking stations at the railway station, that would be a nice idea. I mean, either in Hlavna uh, Stanitsa or in Patriarka or, or the bus station when that gets uh, uh, built so that it can be used for commuters or for tourists arriving. So you haven't it. seen any docking station at the Petržalka train station? No, there, there's one sort of hidden... If you go under the tunnel, under the because there's a when you come out of the railway station, you can either go into Petržalka through the main entrance or there's a tunnel under the under the road, there's a dual carriageway next to the station... And then you come up there and there's sort of one hidden behind a panel act there somewhere. But it's not. I mean, it could just be outside the station um, Mm. so that it would be good if there was one there. There isn't one there at the moment. And my final point is one of the um, rules or one of the sort of trends that's become apparent with increasing cycle use in other places is that um, safety in numbers is a big uh, role, has a big role to play here. That's to say the more people cycle, the more cars are used to there being bikes on the road and the more they accommodate them and so the, the the less unsafe or the more safe it becomes for cyclists and so this is actually quite a critical stage in in trying to encourage people to cycle here not just through the scheme but in general the more people cycle and the more cyclists behave responsibly which is another aspect we haven't really talked about but um 
the more that the people will expect there to be bikes and, and people will behave accordingly and it'll become a more kind of comfortable place for people to cycle. So I encourage you to, to use the scheme or ride yeah, so your bike. So everyone uh, get on your bikes and come yeah. promote cycling yeah. in the capital yeah. of Slovakia. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually fun as well. I mean, despite everything <laughs> you said, it is fun. It is fun. And this is, and you're and, right. This and is and this place. is coming from James who cycled around Bratislava before it was cool yeah. <laughs> many years ago. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you like traveling around Slovakia and have recommendations you would like to share with our listeners, let us know at spectator at spectator.sk or on Facebook. For full information about traveling in Slovakia, visit shop.spectator.sk to buy our Spectacular Slovakia travel guide. This was Spectacular Slovakia with Michaela Terencani, brought to you by the Slovak Spectator, Slovakia's English language newspaper. Special thanks to Tomáš Rybár for post-production of this podcast. Spectacular Slovakia is available on spectator.sk, SoundCloud or iTunes with new episodes out every Wednesday evening.